0: Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast with your host, Heather Danielle, Psychic Medium. Tune in to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world. All to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around so you can start living a spiritual AF life. The conversation is starting now. Hey, happy that you are here because this is the last episode of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast for the year 2022, which means... The birthday is coming up because the Spiritual AF Life was started in January of 2022 and is about to turn one year old. So be on the lookout for some fun celebrations so that we can celebrate this podcast's birthday. And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in and for supporting this channel and also for supporting me and, you know, spirit connection that I share with you. It's always so much fun. So I figured today, because this is going to be the last episode going into the new year, to have some fun with it and to give you some of the spiritual habits that I do every day that will make you feel a little bit more closer to your spirit guides, past loved ones and angels. And it will also probably help you decrease a lot of stress. It'll help you feel more connected to your spiritual power. And I don't know, it just will make you, hopefully happier and some of these you might have heard before some of them I don't know if you have or not so it's going to be a lot of fun and don't worry I am not going to give you some of those cookie cutter things like oh be sure to meditate every day and drink your water no 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 we're going to go into some really tangible and really cool and easy habits. Some of them are easier than others that you can start doing every day. And I just want to let you know this. I didn't start doing these habits all at one time. I ended up just adding one, adding another. And so you can do the same thing. Once one becomes a habit, then you can start the others. And as I was creating this list, I have to tell you, they are more habits than I actually realized. These are things that I do like without even realizing that they are now part of my normal routine. Okay. So we are just going to get started right now. And the first one is going to be praying before you go to bed. And this is one of the most important ones. And this is going to be more specific to upholding your spiritual boundaries when you sleep. So before you go to bed, you can say something along the lines like what I do, which is I only allow 100% love and light come to my space, and I only allow my past loved ones to come inside my space. Now, when I do this, it just means like, okay, I can't have other past loved ones of people inside of my space, or, you know, sometimes you might have a family member who has lost someone, maybe it's an in-law and things like that. And maybe they're coming to you because you're more spiritually open. Well, you don't need them inside of your space as you're sleeping, because what happens to a lot of us is that we're sensitive to the energy. And all of a sudden we're waking up in the middle of the night because we notice that there's a new energy inside of our room. Please don't have this scare you. Okay. You can even say and pray before you go to bed that Thing is a lot outside your energy and you're just going to sleep by yourself, okay? But the truth is, is that our angels, our past loved ones, and our spirit guides are always around us. And sometimes past loved ones of other people come inside of our space sometimes too, okay? So just think about it this way. If you're sleeping with someone like your husband or your wife, it could be their past loved one that's coming in. You know, maybe they want to say hi. Maybe it's going to be their birthday soon or the anniversary of their passing and they're coming in. And a lot of times they come in because guess what? we're not getting their connection during the day. A lot of times it's because our brain won't shut off and we're always thinking and they can't get a word in. There's many different ways. Maybe we're too fearful or we're not receptive to them, them coming in during our day. So they come to us at night where we are either too tired or we consciously cannot fight their connection. Okay. So I hope that one is a good one. I think it's very important for all of us to do. All right. The second thing that I do all of the time is anytime that there is a close call. Now, this means any kind of close call. This means like, oh, my gosh, I was about to get over while driving and I decided not to like, wow. Wow. Anytime there's a close call at all, or I'm about to maybe book an appointment when I already have an appointment, or maybe it's I almost like trip, I almost fall, I almost like fall down the stairs, all these things. Anytime that there is a close call, I immediately say, Thank you, God. Literally every time without fail, I say, Thank you, God. Sometimes I say it out loud, sometimes I say it inside my head, but it doesn't matter. I always say it. So, Anytime that I am about to wash something in some clothes and I pull out a freaking chapstick, okay? Story of my life. I keep on washing my freaking chapsticks. I just literally say, Thank you, God. Thank you, God every single time. And this is going to help you in your spiritual connection because the universe loves grateful people. That is a famous quote by Louise Hay. And it's so true. The more grateful you are, the higher that you are going to make your vibration. And it's just going to make your life so much easier when you are in a constant state of gratitude. It's also going to make you more happier. It's going to make you a little bit more positive. And you're going to be noticing more of the good things and the bad things. So instead of, if You are almost, you know, tripping, or if you're almost doing something and it doesn't happen. Now all of a sudden you are no longer focusing on what almost happened that was bad. You are focusing now on the good thing, which is it didn't happen. This also includes saying things, right? Or not saying things, because sometimes man. I'll get irritated with someone and I will like shut my mouth. And then a little while later, I might not be so irritated anymore. And I'll be like, wow, thank you, God. Thank you so much for giving me the patience or, you know, whatever I needed at the time to not speak my mind. So every single time without fail, I always say, thank you, God. And then sometimes I go more in depth, but no matter what, I will always, always, always say, thank you, God. Okay. So another one you might've heard me talk about, is the divine shower. So anytime you go in the shower, what I want you to do is I want you to pretend or imagine that the water that's cascading down on you is divine light. And when it touches you, it's actually cleansing your body. It's cleansing your energy. And then you are going to kind of imagine anything that doesn't serve you, just going down the drain and washing over you. This is a small, but very, very effective way to also like cleanse your energy and to give you peace. Now, here's another one that you might've heard me talk about before, and it can kind of go hand in hand with a shower. And that is spending more time in your day in silence. So for me, I will 100% always have my showers in silence, no music playing, no audio books, none of that it was so tempting for me to get like a radio shower, you know, where I can listen to my audiobooks and things like that. No, 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 no. We don't need more stimulation during our day. We need more time to be with ourselves and to be in silence. And there's so many of us that are meditating and that is great. And that is a wonderful way. Definitely do that. But Many of us either don't meditate or many of us need more meditation. And in a way, the silence when taking a shower and adding more silence to your day is truly going to help that because then you're able to be alone with your thoughts without external stimulation and you're able to maybe, I don't know, think about them. Maybe you would be able to meditate in the shower. Maybe you'll be able to see what's truly bothering you and why those thoughts keep on coming up. And so another thing that I do too, is I drive in silence. I don't have music playing once in a while. I have an audio book playing, but for the most part, 99% of the time I go ahead and I drive in silence. So however you can do it during your day to, you know, like I said, have more silence even throughout the day at home. I don't have any like kids running around and stuff, but I always have um, times in my day where I have silence and there is no music playing in the background and stuff like that. Cause my husband loves to play, you know, Christmas music around the holidays, or sometimes we'll get into the mood and we'll have music playing. That's totally fine. But I always make sure that I have silent time. <laughs> I know. Now here's another thing that I do, and this is um, going to be another habit that you can grab and make your own. And that is, if I'm going for a walk or if I am maybe cooking dinner and things like that, and I've been overstimulated that day, that means that I've had a lot going on. I might've had a rough day at work. I might've had a rough time with some, you know, family members or some friends, or I might feel a little bit overwhelmed. Maybe I feel like the day just went by so fast and there's so much going on that I just need to like regroup. And what I will do then is I will put on like meditation music. And there's some really, good ones out there. You can go ahead and play around. I absolutely love like that more higher frequency, um, Meditation musics that you can get, like on YouTube and things like that. There's some of them that go on that are live or are like 12 hours long. That's what I would choose just because there's less interruptions that way. And I will go for a walk just listening to it. Now, if you've never listened to meditation music while walking outside, it's beautiful. I encourage you to do it. Go for a walk and then listen to the music while you are. Um, listening to it. It's so nice. It just gives you like a different outlook. And I mean, meditation music that has no words to it. Okay. Just the music itself. And it's very calming. It's grounding. And the frequency of the music that is used in a majority of these meditation songs are going to be higher frequency beats that will actually help raise your vibration up. So isn't that kind of crazy? That sounds can actually help unblock our chakras. They can raise our vibration. They can have more of a subconscious effect on us than we realize. So I would definitely encourage you to do that. If you can't do the silence, then going ahead and doing the music is really, really going to help out. So a lot of times, if I've had a very overwhelming day, what I'll do is I will turn on meditation music and I will cook to it. Okay, now we're getting in to another one that I absolutely love, and that is wrapping up people in bubbles when they leave. I know it sounds kind of funny, but like every time, like my son leaves the house, my husband leaves the house, I just imagine their car in a bubble. And I just say kind of like a quick pair, like angels, you know, please protect them, you know, on their journey. And that's literally all I do. It's nothing more than that. And then I just imagine them in a bubble leaving. I'll be honest. Sometimes I don't always, you know, wave goodbye to my husband and my son when they leave the house. And so what I will do then is I'll just imagine in my mind's eye. So i always imagine their car wrapped up in a bubble and I just say, okay, angels, be with them, be with them in their journey. And that's just something really cute and it's very easy. And what it does is that it keeps you in connection with the divine, with source and with spirit. So many of us feel maybe disconnected, like we don't hear or feel our spirit guides, past lives, or angels around us. But the thing is, is that the more that you connect with them, like throughout the day, the closer you're going to feel. It's just like any other kind of a relationship in your life, just like your spouse or with any of your family or friends. If you don't really ever talk to them, then you're not going to feel close to them. But if you're talking to them all the time and throughout the day, you're going to start feeling closer and closer and doing something like this and making it a daily habit is going to help you feel closer and like you have a stronger relationship with them. All right. So another one is going to be having a connection when you need it. So how I was just talking about like how we have to have that connection with spirit or how we'll feel closer. Sometimes we are going to feel completely disconnected. We are going to feel like overwhelmed and like we can't connect and we're just going to feel like so bogged down in this human life and no one's understanding us and you might not even realize what you're feeling or why you're feeling them. And I've had at times like this, I am freaking human too. Everybody is human. So even the most spiritual people, psychic mediums all that we're going to feel disconnected we're going to feel like what's wrong with me I don't understand why I feel the way I feel and you're going to have to have an outlet to help you regroup and so now this one isn't one particular habit this is going to be you trying to figure out what will be your habit and I'll give you some ideas because what mine is anytime I'm feeling that way I will do journaling journaling is it I go ahead and I just start writing and writing and writing and writing and writing Everything that's coming to my mind, everything that's in my heart, everything that I'm feeling in my body. And believe it or not, it will all of a sudden start like uncovering things that you didn't even know about. So that could be your connection go to. Sometimes I'll do EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, which is also known as tapping. If you don't know about that, I did an episode on it. I will try to link it in the show notes. If not, you can search EFT and it's amazing and it will help you go from like overwhelmed to. Feeling good within a matter of literally like, I don't even know, seconds, maybe minutes. It's freaking cool. So I will do EFT if I really need to or meditate. So sometimes... Those are the things that I do that I really do use when I am feeling overwhelmed or I'm not sure why I'm feeling certain things. I will do one of those three things. And a lot of times what will happen is when I do that, all of a sudden it will unravel and I will realize why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. So definitely have a go-to thing when you are feeling lost and it may or may not be the same as mine. Try it out and see what works best for you. All right. Another thing that I do, and I hope you guys have started doing this, but that is looking at the years on the coins that you find. So as you know, our past loved ones also you know, often send us coins. But the thing is, I always look at the year on the coin to see if they resonate, if they give me any kind of inclination of... Who is sending me these coins? And it's so amazing because you might be able to see, oh, yeah, that was the year my grandfather died or that was like the year my mother was born, like all of these things. And if the person is still alive that, you know, is associated with that year, it could be your angels trying to send you or one of your past loved ones sending you a cue that, hey they are with them because maybe they're having a hard time or maybe you need to reach out to them. You know, maybe you need to spend more time with them. Maybe you need to chill. Maybe they're having a rough day, you know, or maybe they understand what's going on between you two. So definitely I would say like use your creative abilities and say, okay, why, 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 why are they sending me, you know, this year and see what pops up for you and trust it. All right, we are going on to our next one, which is gonna sound weird. Being grateful for the bills that come in. I know that sounds crazy. So every time that I grab a bill, like a bill comes in the mail, I say thank you. The first thing I do thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for this bill, because that bill means a lot of things. The first thing that it means is that. Someone trusted you to bill you later. They gave you a service and they billed you later. And that is so sweet. Like, that is trust. That is amazing. Okay. That there are services out there that can be performed, like at the doctor's office. Okay. He's going to bill your insurance and then he's going to bill you, but he's going to make sure that you're taken care of first. And that is great. This comes from Louise Hay. And remember, the universe loves grateful people. So instead of looking at, The bill as, man, there's more money going out. Oh, that's great. And getting that kind of frame of mind, instead, you're going to be grateful and you're all of a sudden going to change your mind and you're going to be in a more positive mindset because you're going to be like, wow, I have this bill and you know what? I have the money to pay for it. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you can only pay for half of it. Maybe you can only put $10 on that bill. But you know what you're going to do? You're going to go ahead and you're going to make payment arrangements, whatever you have to do, but you're going to come through, And do that from a good place. And you're going to be like, yep, I have this $10 to put towards this bill. And that is freaking awesome. This is good. I got a good relationship going with them. You're going to start changing your mind about that. And that's going to help your money mindset, which is going to help spirit bring you more money. I know it sounds crazy, but try it out. All right, going on to the next thing that I do, I I don't know if anybody else does this, but I love this, is that I change my ringtone or my alarm, I should say, that I wake up to Fairly frequently. I think you should do it every couple months or whatnot. And what I do is that I change it to a song that I freaking love. And it could be a song that I love at that time, a song that brings back memories. And so that I am starting my day on the right foot because all of a sudden I hear that song and that song wakes me up. And instead of waking up in a, you know, grumpy mood, I wake up in a happy mood because I just heard my favorite song. So I'm not as irritated with waking up. So you guys remember Fraggle Rock? Oh my gosh. I remember Fraggle Rock. Love it. Do you remember Muppet Babies with all your dreams come true? Okay. I cannot sing, but I love freaking Muppet Babies. And I also love Psych. So do you know Psych? It's that um, TV show. I know, you know that I'm not telling the truth. You know that? Okay. If you're in my dream course, you probably heard this before. And so love it, love it, love it. So I'm giving you a little bit of what's inside of that course but it's going to help you wake up happier. It's gonna help you make it healthier. You're gonna be more optimistic. It's just going to, oh, I just absolutely love it. And that brings me to my next one, which is changing your phone screensaver to like an uplifting quote or to something that really makes you happy or something that every time you look at it, it reminds you. So I'm not sure if you guys know who Denise Duffel Thomas is, but she is the one that wrote the book like Chillpreneur and Lucky Batch*. Okay. So if you know her and get rich, Lucky batch, Okay. I'm trying not to swear, but anywho, what she ended up doing was she wanted to create more money in her life and she ended up just changing everything in her life to really support the fact that she was going to be a millionaire. Like all of her passwords were like millionaire 101. And then she um, set alarms on her phone to remind herself to think about how she was becoming a millionaire. She changed her screensavers. Like everything in her life just supported that. So this is kind of like a bonus tip. If you have anything that you are trying to manifest and bring into your life, going ahead and doing all those little things like the screensaver and the passwords and you know the alarms on your phone, all of those things will really help you manifest and bring it to life. Because I'm not sure if you know this, but they do say that in order to bring something into your life, you have to hold that intention for about seven seconds. So now just think about how much time. That you're going to spend thinking about it if your passwords were it, and your screensavers were you know always reminding you about it that's way more than 7 seconds that's going to be like minutes and minutes and maybe an hour a day and so that connection that you are going to get to help you manifest that is going to be very very strong hopefully i didn't lose you on that one hopefully it is resonating with you okay the next one is So much fun. Just hear me out on this. And that is the Food Healing Oracle deck. So if you guys don't know, I am a certified reader for the Food Healing Oracle deck. And this is not like a shameless plug for them. And you know, I do have their link in the show notes. You can go and check them out if you want. You can use, I think it's Heather 10 and get 10% off, but that's not an ad. Okay. It's not an ad for this. It's just that it is so much fun. And it can change your life in the kitchen and the way that you look at food. So I actually, I recover, you know, um, I had a reading disorder for many years and things like that. And now this Oracle card deck has pictures of food on them. And it has like, each it has its own food and its own spiritual meaning. It's very, very cool. Very, very awesome. But what you do is you keep this, food deck you can keep it in like your spiritual room and things like that in your spiritual drawer whatever you have with the other tarot and oracle cards because they bring profound spiritual messages like i have done like mediumship events and things like that where i brought in past loved ones just using this deck however this deck also belongs if not more primarily in the freaking kitchen and then what you do is you bring the deck into the kitchen and you can see one or two things you can see what your food is telling you all right so you can look at your meal and be like okay look for the corresponding card and be like, oh, I see, I am eating a lot of asparagus lately and asparagus is about transformation. No wonder that I feel like I am just going through a whirlwind and things are just crazy and changing. And it's because there's a lot of asparagus on my plate and asparagus is all about transformation. Or maybe you realize there's a lot of plums, like you've been eating a lot of plums or things with plums and plums are all about freaking patience. And so you can go ahead and see what your plate is telling you, but then you can start creating food and adding ingredients for the things that you want. So a great freaking example today was my husband had leftover chili. (laughs) And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to make fish tacos because he hates fish tacos, specifically shrimp tacos. And I was making the shrimp tacos and I was like, Ooh, I want avocado. And I put a little bit of avocado on it. Well, avocado in the food healing Oracle deck represents healing And I was like, OMG, no, I need a lot more healing. So I freaking put like a half an avocado on it. I was like, oh yeah, more and more avocado. And then onions is all about acceptance. So I've definitely put some onions on there. And I just, I went to town. So a lot of times you can have a lot of fun. And if you have kids, this is even a lot more fun because you can make smoothies in the morning and then you can even ask them or even ask yourself, you can do this with you. Maybe I'll do this as well because this is actually coming up from spirit right now. And it's like, okay, spirit, what do I need more of? And I actually just pulled a card right now and the pineapple card came up, which is about expansion. So if you feel like you need to grow and you need to get out and you need to spread your wings, you'll go ahead and you add some more pineapple to that smoothie. Or maybe you're cooking dinner and all of a sudden it's like, yes, you know, garlic is coming up and garlic's all about protection. It's just what you need. So I don't know. You can just have so much fun with this card deck. I could go on and on and on so definitely check it out if you already have the card deck spend some time with it in your kitchen okay so next thing that i do all the time which is a habit of mine is using the your intuition to guess where things are so for example when i go into like the grocery store i will guess where The item is that I need. So I will go and follow my intuition. So instead of like looking at the signs and looking here and looking there, I will go ahead and I'll just see where I am led to see, okay, that's where I'm meant to be. Or when I go to check out, I will be like, okay, which one I'll intuitively guess. Is it going to be on this side of the store? The cash registers are going to be the quickest or the other side. And then just kind of play around with it because it will really, 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 really help out and it'll go in handy. And the other thing, too, is when you pull up to some kind of building, maybe it's a doctor's appointment, maybe it's another store, wherever it is you're going. And I always try to in tune where the parking spot is, where the parking spot is that I actually want, which is always always the closest one. But I'm like, where is there a parking spot? And then I'll know which aisle way to go down, you know, and it's just so much fun. And you get to, like, practice your intuition. Another one that I do, too, is where, when I'm going to somewhere for the first time, I will get the crossroads, like the major intersections, but I won't hit GPS. I won't hit, like, okay, which side of the road is on and that kind of thing. I try to find it myself before going to GPS. I like to intuitively pick up. And it's so funny because a lot of times my husband be like, oh, what side is it on? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then he'll want to do the GPS. And I'm like, no, my intuition was leading us there literally, this is what happened yesterday. We were going out for a walk and I wanted to go back to this like hotel bar that we had been in before, had great drinks, awesome appetizers. I wanted to go back there. And so I was like, Hey, let's go. I don't know the way, like, I literally do not know the way to this bar. Like I do not. Oh, this hotel restaurant. Okay. I don't know the way, but I led my intuition. And I remember my husband's like, Hey, he's like, Oh, you don't want to go. Right. And I'm like, no, I want to go left. And he was like, oh, okay, is this the way? And I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't know if it's the way. (laughs) And guess what? It was the way. It was so funny because I remember, you know, we seen a building and I'm like, oh, I think that's it. And he's like, no, that's not it. And I'm like, man, I feel like it's around here somewhere. And finally, I looked a little to the left. It was the next building next to that one. I was like, yes. So practice doing that. It's going to be so much fun. Okay, another thing that is crazy, that's a really good habit to get into, and it's going to be good for your mind, body, soul, everything, and you might already know about this, but that is breathing correctly. So life-changing, and it will help you with your spiritual connection. I know it sounds weird, but it's like, you think about it, breathing is the first thing that we do when we come here on this planet, and it's the last thing that we do when we take our last breath, and they actually say that spirit communic- communicates with us through our breathing. So we have to breathe correctly. So let's see if you are breathing correctly. Here is your little test. I want you to put one hand on your chest and I want you to put one hand on your stomach. All right, you got it? Now I want you to breathe in. All right, now does your stomach go in or does your stomach go out when you breathe in? So do it again, take a deep breath, go in. Is your stomach going out or is your stomach going in? (laughs) Okay, so the correct way to breathe is when you breathe in, your stomach goes out. Okay, and then when you breathe in, your stomach comes in. I know it sounds kind of crazy, and just also pay attention to if your shoulders went up when you breathed. When you breathe, and your shoulders go up you're also breathing the wrong way you're breathing too high up you need to breathe a little bit lower we need to get your diaphragm involved when you're breathing okay because you, a lot of times people's diaphragms don't even get used anymore because we're breathing way too shallow or we're breathing basically too high up so you want to practice breathing but you're not getting your shoulders involved because also that can put on needed stress on your shoulders i know that sounds kind of crazy As you can tell, I probably read too much on breathing and I've read too many breathing books, but it can really help you out a lot. It can help your back feel better, and it can also help your spiritual connection because, like I said, they say that we communicate through the breath. So when you breathe in, your stomach goes out. And when you breathe in, your stomach goes in. All right. Or whatever, whatever I just said, breathe in, your stomach goes out. (laughs) Just remember that part and definitely make sure that you are breathing through your nose and not your mouth. You can help it. Breathing through your mouth is known as more of a trauma response as opposed to bringing through your nose can have a lot of benefits, especially if you have TMJ, definitely breathe through your nose. But of course, there's going to be those meditations and things like that, where they'll say breathe through your mouth. But a lot of times you are going to keep that natural order of things the natural order of your chi, of your energy, breathing through your nose and out your mouth. All right. So some of these are interesting. Okay. another thing you're going to do or you can do, and this is not a habit that I do all of the time. So this is actually a habit that I really want to get into, and that's carrying crystals with you. Now, you can have a lot of fun with this, and you can actually pick out different crystals depending on the thing that you're going for. So for example, if you're going to, let's say, visit family members who might be a little more toxic or they're a little bit crazy and those kinds of things, I would bring rose quartz because that really absorbs negative energy, and then it's not going into your energy, it's going into the crystal. If you are someone who is very space like me, okay. And you're forgetting things all the time. Maybe you live in the clouds. Maybe you're just like, soak go with the flow and, you know, a little bit, right. <laughs> then you might want to carry around some hematite and hematite will keep you grounded. It'll keep you centered. And you go ahead and look online for all the meanings of all the different crystals and then see which one resonates with you and that you like the most. Okay, man, we're getting through some good ones. Okay. So the next one that I would think that you should do it's so awesome I think you're going to love this one and that is talking with your past loved ones like they're still around but they're just freaking invisible okay I can't even tell you how many conversations I have with my mom with my aunts and things like that now you might say oh Heather like you're like medium you've been trained you know all these things but the thing is is that it's not like I'm shopping at freaking Kohl's right and I'm just like opening up my mediumship abilities no but it's like I am thinking about my mom, all of a sudden she pops in my head. And then I immediately say, hi, mom, thinking about you too. And I am doing things. And I pretend like almost like she's right there shopping with me. If something comes up in my mind, like, oh, my grandpa's in the, you know, driving with me, you know, up north, like he used to do me all the time. Hey, gramps, I noticed that you're here. So little things like that, just keep on talking to them like they're there. It's almost like when they pass over, the relationship between you and them didn't change. It's just that they're invisible now, okay? And I actually just said this to a person um, earlier today, but I'm like, and they also have like superpowers. So they can help you out a little bit more than they were because they're not bound by time, money, energy, those kinds of things. So they can help you out. So going ahead and just living your life like they're all around. So sometimes when I go to do something stupid or whatever, and I don't sometimes I don't say thank God sometimes I'm like oh thank you mom because there's something about that that I notice her energy in, and I'm like oh that was mom for sure so try that out a little bit just have a little bit of fun and who cares that people think you're crazy you can say this up in your head and you can just keep on practicing with it until you believe it yourself I know it sounds crazy but it happens all the time. So when you're out shopping, when you are driving, when you're watching TV and all of a sudden, you know, you just get this feeling or whatever, you start thinking about someone who passed, say hi to them, be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Miss you so much. You know, however you want to play it. But definitely bring them into your life more. They're just there with you. You just have a different kind of relationship with them now. Okay, another way too is, do the intuition practices that I do on Instagram and Facebook stories. Okay. So usually almost every day, maybe not every day, but usually I try to do it during the week and stuff like that, where you have an intuition practice and then you can like, Guess the card, guess this, guess that. And that is going to help strengthen your intuition because remember using intuition is like building a muscle. So just like how you have to go to the gym, the same thing is going to be with your intuition. And then you are starting your day on a good fit to where you can start practicing use your intuition all throughout the day with other things. you know I keep on saying this a lot and I'll keep on telling you some of the things, but it's like, oh, Will my package arrive today? Will my kids be freaking crazy? Will my spouse get off work on time? Whatever it is, okay? And you can just start strengthening that intuition. And then if you haven't came to Coffee and Cards on Sundays, that is where we drink coffee and I give free spirit readings. So come there too, because what's going to happen there is you are going to, number one, meet some great people. Number two, me and you can hang out. And then number three is that you're actually making an appointment with spirit every single week and you don't have to come there every single week, but then spirit, your past ones, your angels know that you're going to show up. And so what they're going to do is they're going to try and bring you messages. They're going to try and bring you coincidences and crazy stories and things like that to help you really strengthen your faith in them. And... It's just it's a lot of fun so you just have to try it out for some reason i felt guided that i needed to share that with you all righty you can make that a habit too if you want all right so now we are going to go over just a couple more and that is going to be going with the flow so in my life i made it a habit where i go with the flow i don't try at all to make the choice with the most resistance i'm going to be choosing the thing that is just the road less traveled by if you will like the road with the least resistance and what i mean by that is in every aspect of my life i try to choose the way where there's no resistance and i'm i'm not saying that there are times of course where you are growing and you're changing and things like that that's not what i'm talking about okay you have to embrace your fears and go for it i'm not talking about things that make you scared the things that make you scared are the things that you need to do things that make you scared are the things that you really need to look into you need to do the next step that fear is showing you something about yourself but what i'm saying here though is for example i've been dealing with a lot lately is passive aggressive people so passive aggressiveness is where they don't really come out and say it they're saying it like undertone like oh don't even worry about me and no one cares about me anyways right i don't give into that anymore I just, I just let people think what they are going to think. like And this is if that person has been known for being passive aggressive because I've gotten literally a message even today being like, no one else cares about me. And instead of feeding into it and feeding into it, it's just like, oh, I care, you know, heart face, ho- have you, hope you have a great day, you know, that kind of, I don't feed into that. I don't feed into that because that's going to create more resistance. Hopefully that makes sense. So it's almost like, They say what you need to do is you have a part to play here on earth, but you're not going to get so involved. Like, don't get involved in the drama. Don't get involved in the craziness, okay? If people are going on their own crazy train, then they can go on it by themselves. It's not going to be any useful for you to go on the crazy train with them. So anyone that I notice that is going on that crazy train, they're going to go by themselves because I can't do it, you know? So just kind of know that. More things about going with the flow is if someone leaves your life, let them go. Trust that they'll come back. Trust they'll come back if they need to. So don't be holding on to people that are trying to leave your life and if vice versa, right? So you might leave someone else's life too. And don't think of it as something bad and something sad. I know we've all had friendship friendships and also relationships where it ends and we're heartbroken and that kind of thing. But just keep on trusting. If they're meant to come back in their life, they will. And the same thing with the people who've already left your life. Trust that they came into your life for a reason and for a season. Also. I try to not intervene with any kind of like overbookings and appointments and meetings and things like that. So what I do is I try to give that to spirit. So if all of a sudden I realize I'm overbooked or an emergency happens. Okay. So I tell the story about how one time I need to get my son from school, but I was in the middle of a meeting. And what I would usually have done was I would allow the whole entire thing to unplay and i would make my decision when i needed to so a lot of times what would happen is like a meeting would get canceled or my son would go ahead and like in this case he got his emergency taken care of and he didn't need me but since i tried to intervene and i didn't go to the passive path of, path of least resistance i created like a whole bunch of craziness you know I, it was so crazy if i would have just went with the flow and allowed things to fall as they may It would have been much better. So in your life, just try to make sure that you are not creating more issues, that you're not feeding into the dramas, or if there is some sort of an emergency that you are not like creating more chaos for yourself. Okay. Trust spirit, being like, Hey spirit, what do I need to do? What would be the best option for me right now? Do I need to intervene or saying, Hey spirit, can you have this meeting canceled? Can you cancel my other meeting? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you give me some more insight? and see how it goes and the other thing too is going ahead and not getting so upset when little baby things happen like a going with the flow you will always figure something out and one thing that's coming up for me is it was christmas eve and my son is trying to get in our house and we're not at our house we're at my in-laws and my son can't get in our house and it's really weird because we have a front door lock that's a number and so there's no key to the front door and oh my gosh. WTF. He can't get in the front door. The code is not working. It's a literally not working. It's been working in our house since we moved in and now it's not working anymore. And so I was starting to freak out a little bit because I'm like, okay, well, my son can come there, but what happens when we go home? We're not going to be able to get inside of our house. Now I could have freaked out. I could have, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then just almost like ruined Christmas Eve because I was just so worried about that. Well, anyways. When we came home, sure enough, the front door wasn't working, trying to think of other ways to get inside the house. Well, can't go in this door, can't go in that door, that won't work, et cetera, et cetera. And then finally, we realized when we got home, duh, we can go through the garage door, you know, like a big giant garage door with our cars. So luckily, that still worked, and we had the code, and i was so happy. And then I'm like, see, everything worked out. If I would have been thinking about it and doing on it and wondering yeah maybe I would have thought about the garage door but what if I didn't have a garage door (laughs) you know so you have to think about it go with the flow a little bit okay so now I'm on to my last one that I hope that you love and this was a one that I got from a book called tiny habits I believe it's by BJ Fogg and that is the Maui habit and I love it every single day when he wakes up he puts his feet on the floor and he says today is going to be a good day And that's literally all he does. And ever since I read that, that's what I do, except for I add my own little twist on it. So you're welcome to add your own little twist on it about that. Today's going to be a good day. But I also thank God that I woke up. I thank God I woke up. I thank God for giving me another day and for the people that I love. I do that every single day. I'm so grateful. So instead of waking up thinking to yourself like, oh, my God, like today's going to totally suck. Like I have so much to do, or I'm so annoyed that I can't sleep in all those things. You're going to start your day with your feet on the ground and thanking God, thanking spirit, thanking your angels, you know, thinking, Hey, I have another day here. And if you are listening to this and you have had another day, it was given to you for a reason. And you are still here for a reason. And you never know what that reason is. And I think that's a lot of fun to think about. So I hope that you have enjoyed this amazing, amazing podcast episode. I hope that it brings you into 2023 with some optimism and some great spiritual habits to bring into your daily life. And I will be talking to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast with Heather Danielle, Psychic Medium. We hope you have loved this episode. Make sure you've subscribed and we'll see you back here next Wednesday.